Welcome to the Grow Inward Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Petrillo. Yeah, so I'm giggling here a little. I was just looking at something funny right as I was beginning to record this. So, But that's a great way to start a podcast, right? Smiling. Hey there, my fellow seekers. How are you today? It's nice to be here with you again, and thank you for joining me. I have a fun topic to discuss with you today, and it's something that I believe we all wonder quite a lot about, and that is this idea of trusting the process. We hear that phrase a lot in life, and especially in spiritually oriented work or circles. It's an interesting concept and one that I'll attempt to speak on from my own perspective, of course, but what does it actually mean to trust the process? When I think of this phrase, I immediately am led to the idea of faith. I say this because in the context of this podcast, we're largely talking about things like inner work, spiritual growth, and more mystical types of subjects and ideas, generally speaking. With that in mind, faith becomes a very important element to consider when one makes the decision to walk this path. Many of the concepts and ideas are not something that you can always tangibly measure or quantify. I mean, how do you quantify your inner voice? I mean, you can't record it. You can't explain where it comes from with any real certainty. You can't study it with scientific methods. In fact, what you will find is that you are required to have at least some modest level of faith in these matters and many others that we inevitably encounter in this type of work. Faith is a very interesting subject and the bedrock of religions throughout the world and society. Without it, many of the teachings we are asked to embrace within our hearts and minds would not even be possible. This is because they cannot be measured or witnessed in any real physical way. It's interesting how science often clashes with this idea of faith because in truth, Faith cannot possibly fit into the box that science has built. This is fine, but to say that it does not limit the scope and possibility would be inaccurate. I do understand, if you can't measure it, it does bring up a very valid question. Is it real? I invite you to take a moment and try to recall a moment in your life that required your faith and nothing more. Something that you had no real physical evidence or knowledge of, but you had enough information that led you down a certain path or to a certain conclusion, or that maybe steered you in a particular direction. I'm sure that most of you will be able to come up with something. Possibly many things like this have come up over the course of your life. It may be fun to pause this and think about them deeply and how they transpired. Maybe have a conversation with someone else and share these ideas and ask how faith played its part in this event and the curiosity of this concept, which cannot be measured so easily. This is a really fun exercise, and it makes you think about the wonder of the unseen, and how it really does interact with us in this life, whether we choose to acknowledge it or not. I actually have a story along these lines that comes to mind where there's no logical explanation other than trust and faith that what I was hearing or feeling was accurate. I was out walking uh, at lunch one day and I had this feeling come over me that I needed to call my friend. It was a strong feeling that just came to me out of nowhere telling me that she needed me. So I took out my phone and I dialed her number. She picked up the phone and was in tears over a relationship problem that she was experiencing. She said something along the lines of, how did you know I needed you? You always call when I need you. I joked and said that we must be on the same wavelength. But isn't that interesting, just that type of experience? I'm sure you can think of something similar, or it might be very different, but you know what I mean. You know, I operated on pure faith in that moment. 
and was rewarded for that trust with something that couldn't possibly be measured by science. It is a pure connection to something much different and higher than the physical. When it comes to trusting the process, it operates very much like this. We can't always see the results or actions. We can't always measure them precisely. They are often subtle and working on levels that we are not entirely aware of, and yet they do exist, leading us somewhere and to some end which we have no visibility into. And yet we must be willing to trust this process if we are to have a reason to continue. Many of you may have this innate ability built right in. You may trust in your faith completely. This could have come experientially, or it may just be an inner knowing that is trusting that larger forces are at work. I find this so fascinating, and I'm of the mind that there are countless larger forces at work that we have not even begun to understand. There is indeed magic in the world around us, if you had the inner desire to welcome it with some curiosity. I wanted to say something to any listeners who find faith difficult to lean into or to accept. You may find this difficult to believe if you find these ideas challenging, but you do have this ability within you. We all have access to higher levels of understanding and ability within us and available to us. The real challenge is finding out how to access these levels of understanding or ability. It is this endeavor which we find greatly challenging because there is no physical evidence, and so faith comes into play. And herein lies the paradox, right? How can we trust in that which we cannot understand or measure? It's an honest question, and to it I can only say that we must try to keep an open mind when looking at the evidence in matters which we question. If you find that it is difficult to have faith in the unseen, there are some things that you can do to try to help you develop that trust over time. A great place to start is by being willing to explore some of the evidence, things that have indeed served people in incredible and impossible ways. Hearing stories along these lines can really open your mind up to the possibilities, if you're willing to hear it. For many people, challenging their belief systems can be too confronting to accept uh, into their reality or frame of reference. It's just simply too much. I think a great example of this is like UFO abduction phenomenon. Although there are mountains of evidence that conclusively prove that this absolutely exists and is very real, some simply refuse to accept it despite the evidence, likely because it's just too confronting to their existing views or beliefs. Now, there's no right or wrong here, it's just an honest observation. You know, once again, I can only encourage you to try to keep an open mind if you find these concepts challenging. Listening to other experiences for some context and information on these subjects might be very helpful. You might find that much of the information out there concerning faith is largely centered around religion or God, which might serve you perfectly. But there's also other resources that are more directed at having faith in yourself or what you believe in the process of personal growth. Seek out whatever is inspiring to you personally. There's lots of stuff out there. I think that another great way you can develop this in time is to start with a small challenge for yourself. I keep bringing up a 30-day meditation challenge as an example in several of my podcast episodes. I think it's a really good one because it's such a beneficial addition to your life overall and, and into your practice for so many different reasons. It may be a really good way for you to just test the idea of having a little faith and trusting the process, especially when it feels a little awkward or uncomfortable. If you've never done meditation, it can certainly feel this way, like you have no idea what you're doing. The funny thing is that despite feeling this way, 
there are larger forces at work, and the very act of sitting and calming yourself will indeed benefit you over time. If you'd like to try this, have a look at my blog post on meditation for some just basic instructions, or, or grab the free PDF that I've created about it. I'll include links to both of these in the show notes. I encourage you to use a journal for these 30 days to document how you feel when you start, and then compare that to how you feel at the end. You may even intend for a particular outcome or quality to measure before and after. Something such as your ability to let go of your attachment to thoughts or your general sense of calmness throughout the day. I should note that when you find yourself working with these types of things, I found that a journal is extremely helpful. It's just a great place to pick apart your thoughts and your progress over time. It's a nice historical document that can give you some great context for where you began and how you improved along the way. It's really easy to forget these things if they aren't written down, so a journal is just a really useful tool to consider using. Nobody knows you better than you know yourself. While I've offered some ideas to help you work on this trust and faith, be creative from the center of your own perspective and experience. Consider the different ways that you might be able to develop these skills using elements that are particularly meaningful to you. Don't be afraid to experiment and have some fun. These are some of the best things about doing inner work. It's a journey, not a destination, and the possibilities are endless. Enjoy the connection and experiences with yourself. I would also like to encourage you to manage your expectations. Be careful not to set such high expectations that are far beyond your level or ability to reach. Start with smaller and very realistic goals which you can build upon slowly and expand. Some of the most helpful tips I can give you with all of inner work is to be slow, deliberate, and patient with everything that you try to explore and learn. These things take time and practice which is why we call it a practice, right? Remember the reasons that brought you to your practice in the first place. You likely have some kind of outcome in mind, but be careful not to place all of your attention on that outcome. So much of the joy of personal growth is in the journey itself, not in the finding the destination. What are the most important qualities that attracted you to even being willing to try? Explore these along the way and be consistent without leaning too heavily on the results. Try to remain aware of the fact that living a better life and reaching higher levels of health, awareness, spirituality, consciousness, etc. These are all things to embody in the way that we live our lives to get the most out of them. They aren't so much about the destination as they are the experience, in my opinion. These are just some things to take into consideration, but as always, form your own views and directions, but be sure to keep a smile on your face and a lightness in your heart with every step. If you can do that, you will be successful every single day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, there's links below to the meditation post and the PDF document, and I'm sending you tons of love and encouragement today. Until the next time, never underestimate the power you have within you and keep growing inward. <laughs>